Do you hear that? Stop. Listen for a sec. That's the sound of background noise, and it's starting right now. You're listening to Background Noise. I'm Tora, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm super excited for today's show, sitting down here with group therapy. So why don't we start off? You guys tell me about yourself and uh, your shtick. We've uh, been a band now for maybe about three or four years, and we've gone through a few different changes. No, mine is the pandemic year. Okay. 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 So... We've only known each other for six months. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, we've we've all played in um, some other bands and we all just kind of got together uh, through, uh, I think, some very serendipitous circumstances. Like me and Zach happened to play together before we, in two different bands before we ever, like, really actually met, which is funny. And then uh, Annie met me through... Uh, through a friend who took photos of another band that I was into. And so it's just this, yeah, that's how we met. And uh, yeah, no, what, what's our shtick? We write, we write uh, very pretty, sad music. That's what we like to do. In whatever, in whatever way it works out, then that's kind of our MO, I think. Yeah, it's like, um, you know, Annie will usually pitch something uh, pretty and moody, and it's up to Jared and I to make it weird. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just kind of a, a balance of our... Uh, different uh different energies are going on here i like it i like it so what do you guys all play in particular in the band we'll do a quick roll call for all the listeners so me jared i uh play drums and a bit of guitar uh, i'm gonna be mainly switching over to guitar now because we're still kind of dealing with some lineup changes but yeah that's been uh i've mainly been the drummer and just starting to play guitar now yeah i zachary am uh, primarily the bassist and um I do some uh, post-production synthesizer work, as well as uh, most of our engineering. Yeah, and I'm Annie. I play the guitar and sing. That's all I do. I write, uh, yeah, I write, I guess, most of, most of the lyrics for the songs. Um, I haven't written any lyrics. Right. You haven't, Jared? Oh, okay. Well, I guess that's my role then. Awesome. Well, let's talk about that latest EP, Lighter. How did that go about? And uh, we'll play a couple songs off of that coming up in a little bit. So that was kind of our um, post-pandemic project, right? Because we were hit particularly hard by all of the COVID lockdowns. It um, it really threw a wrench into our ability to get together to rehearse. The very spaces that we were um, using uh, to rehearse out of were, for the most part, closed down. So it was kind of us uh, taking some of the material that we we're working on immediately beforehand in the aftermath. Well, aftermath, it wasn't that dramatic. It was entirely amicable. But in the uh, in the wake of our then guitarist uh, Michael leaving to uh, form his next band. Um, so it was a combination of some ideas we were working on around there, plus kind of the um, the stuff that we were really excited to work on when we get back. So it was a combination of like, old ideas, new ideas, all coming together in that like very cramped, uh, claustrophobic, we just want to do something to just, you know, break out of this funk energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, we had a, a few preformed ideas uh, going into like starting to think about this. And we had a couple other ideas that were like, really kind of down to the wire when we are going to record, <laughs> like we just had a few riffs and stuff, but we knew that there was something there and we wanted to figure it out. Um, so yeah, it was a bit of a, it was just kind of like, just through all our creative energy, just like right at this one project. And we're like, let's just get all this stuff, like get all this stuff recorded, then kind of see what comes out of it. And, um, 
yeah, I think we even kind of surprised ourselves with the fact that one, we pulled it off and two, it ended up sounding pretty good. So yeah. Awesome. Well, I'll definitely agree that it does sound very good. I really do like the album. Let's spin feel better.
You're listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. And that was Tell Me off of Group Therapy's latest EP, Lighter. I'm sitting down with the band. How's it going, guys? Doing great. Yeah, doing groovy. Awesome. Well, why don't you guys tell me a little bit about the song, Tell Me. Oh, man. Tell uh-huh. Me was the Frankenstein's abomination of the uh, whole EP. <laughs> that, one, that one started off as just kind of um, a drums and bass groove that Jared and I would kind of uh, bounce off of each other uh, intermittently through rehearsals. Yes, when we when we practice, Zach and I, when uh, Annie might be, because uh, we use some alternate tuning, so Annie might be tuning or something, and uh, Zach and I go into groove therapy mode, where it's just me and him playing bass and drums, and uh, we just mess around with stuff like that, and Tell Me was one of those, and that was one of the ones where when we went into recording the EP, we really didn't have like a whole structure to the song or anything, we just kind of had that bass and drum groove, a couple little guitar things. And then we just recorded the drums, recorded the bass, and we're like, all right, let's see if we can make a song out of this. Yeah. And uh, so we just tried to reorganize it at all, get some chords in there, and then we got something we liked, sent yeah. it over to Annie, and uh, yeah. I'll just add, because the bass line, you know, obviously I liked it, but I the, the beginning bass line, but how is this ever going to be, like, how can I put my more delicate vocals over it but then i remember jared adding some of the chords so that's a song i didn't yeah i didn't write any of that one except the vocals and the lyrics um but yeah after the chords were added it all came together so i agree it was like very frankenstein like zach said but i think sometimes really interesting things can happen and i guess that is what happened so now the name for the band, Group Therapy, how did you guys come up with that? And did anyone in particular come up with Group Therapy? Oh, was that, um, was that a Michael thing or was that an Annie thing? No, it's funny. It's actually one of my friends who I was in another, technically my first band with. Um, I think we were just driving and we came across this bar. And I, I don't think it's, I don't know if it's even there anymore. But it was called Groove Therapy, and it just, I guess he said, oh, that would be a good band name. And, of course, I had to steal it. But it is ironic because I do that for my work, uh, my full-time work. I'm in mental health, so I actually essentially facilitate group therapy and one-on-one sessions. Not that that was um, part of the joke or anything, but it's really fitting, I think. But, yeah, it was from a friend I had. We, yeah. we just bought it. Yeah. I mean, part of the joke is, like, a lot of our music kind of deals with, you know, as you said, emotional turbulence, sad stuff, being a little generally unwell. So, you know, it's another one of those uh, kind of slightly cheeky irony things, whether it be uh, intended or otherwise. Amazing. Well, let's spin another song off that EP. Here's uh, Blindfolded.
You're listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. And that was KYE by Cicada, one of the side projects here from the guys of Group Therapy. And I think you were saying it was you, Zachary, that's in Cicada? Yeah, yeah. I actually wouldn't call it a side project because that was the band that I was in first. I mean, obviously, I don't want to pick favorites or prioritize, but they are the ones that have kind of been around longer. But yeah, so I also play bass for them. Very cool. Why don't you tell me a little bit more about that band and that song? Yeah, yeah. So Cicada has been acting uh, since, well, active since about 2017. As you may have heard, we tend to play a very textural, guitar-driven music. Quite powerful. We originally kind of started more, kind of more straightforward, uh, shoegazy, dream poppy, kind of jangly stuff. But kind of as time has gone on, we've gotten a little progressively darker, heavier. We're actually working on some new material right now, which is even more in that direction. We're falling in with some uh, some of the more kind of Ontario hardcore bands, uh, especially the Brampton scene, some of the Hamilton scene. Shout out to shout out to Mylan, shout out to Gavel. All those guys, great guys. Awesome. Yeah, uh, I definitely, I was super into them. I love, I am super into that Ontario heavy scene. I have a couple friends in there. I don't know if you've heard of the band Excuses, Excuses. Um, I met them a while ago through college. They just got signed to one of the labels there in Ontario. But yeah, no, the Ontario scene is super rocky and super raw. I love it. Let's talk more about group therapies music, though. I want to talk about the 2019 single, Heroin Hotline. How was writing that song, and was there any inspiration behind it? Uh, that one was started, I, I'm pretty sure, by uh, Michael, our old guitar player. I'm pretty sure he... Am I right about that? Did he yeah, write that they'll, they'll give that strong Michael song vibes. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so he's in a band now that's like way more pop punk and i think in some of our earlier songs where he was in the band you can kind of hear that influence like a little bit so uh yeah he had a couple of those riffs um i don't know if they're all originally one song and uh i think he was just playing it one time at practice and we thought it was cool and uh um you have just decided to make something happen with that i don't really know if there was really anything um like uh weird about that song i think the only reason it's called heroin hotline is because we had we found those little uh voice clips that are at the beginning and end of the song and we just thought it was funny so like sure let's throw that in. yeah i think that was one of those cases where because you know how bands always have just like silly working titles for their songs in progress right um i think that was just one of those times where that working title just kind of became made manifest yeah i don't know were, were you singing about a heroin hotline annie Absolutely not. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it was uh, it was interesting that he really he, but he was so tied to keeping that name because there was a a clip at the beginning of it. I think it starts with like something something called heroin hotline, and it's yeah. just like one of those things he really he really wanted. And I was just going to add, I think initially when Michael was in the band, a lot of our songs like we would write together like I would write some too but I found that when we started he would have full songs kind of structure and everything written and a vision for them and then I would add vocals and melody and Jared would add drums and Zach would add bass and I would say that now 
our way of writing is more collaborative, um, where we're kind of coming up with things, especially now, the more we go on, I feel like it's become more collaborative. You know, we're actually there writing the song as opposed to one person coming up with the entire main idea. Would you guys agree? Yeah. yeah. I think that's good. Like, and not to say I, I like those songs a lot too, but it's just interesting how that. And there's, there's right? different strengths and different, um, different strengths to each approach, right? Because yeah, on one hand, you do have a very strong, um, cohesive vision when someone comes in with something that's pretty much fully realized. But at that point, kind of filling in the rest of the parts can kind of feel a little paint by numbers. Whereas this uh, kind of more collaborative thing, it is less efficient, but I feel like it also does kind of allow us all to kind of show our own personalities a little bit more in the parts that we write. And I will add, like, I feel like that also explains, not explains, but you were mentioning how a lot of the influence, especially that maybe Zach, especially Zach mentioned, were um, a lot harder, right? And I, I find that if either one of us had just decided to write a song on our own, it would come out really one note in the sense, like, I like what I like, and it would probably come off dreamy, dream pop, um, that prettiness to it. But because there's Jared and Zach here, they kind of add more of that harder texture. I, I agree. I, I, um, I, yeah, I've, I've been in bands where I've worked both ways. Um, and I don't know if I really have a general preference one or the other, but I think for our band, I think it really works out well to have us, uh, especially like the writing usually just starts with us meeting up in our practice space and somebody might have a little riff that they wrote. And then we just jam on that for like 15 or 20 minutes. And then if something cool comes out of it, we, we work on it. And if not, it's like, all right, well, we'll maybe save that for another time, try again. And it's just kind of about like, you know, immediate inspiration and then kind of seeing if anything that we mess around with sticks. And so, uh, yeah, I think, I think uh, it makes it easier for all three of us to feel connected to uh, all the music that we make because it's kind of just, it's only made when all three of us are in the room together, really. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, that I mean, I do still like a lot of those earlier songs though, when it was just one idea coming in. They did slap. Uh, they did slap. Yeah. Michael Michael was very good at writing uh catchy melody things, which you can definitely yeah. hear in his uh more recent projects. Awesome. Well, we'll talk a little bit more about that collaboration when we come back. Um we'll listen to Anchor off that lighter EP.
You're listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. Awesome. Well, why don't you guys tell me a little bit more about the lighter EP? We just listened to the song Anchor. Yeah, Anchor was kind of the the big bomb song at the end. That was, uh, it's definitely a long one. It's a slow burn. And I think, did, um, cause that was mostly an Annie song. Yeah. 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 Um, and I think, yeah, she had that, um, that dynamic movement thing where you kind of have those, uh, verses, which are very light and very open with the, uh, much, uh, much denser choruses. And I think it was just kind of an unspoken agreement between Jared and I that we wanted to make that um, dynamic contrast just turned up to 11. Um, there was actually an early mix of that version where uh, when the initial drum hits came in for the chorus, it was just way too oversold. Like we're talking like massive arena reverb on just like the first three hits, which um, that did not make it into the final cut. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. It was funny though because I remember the first time I heard that the drummer in me was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's it." And then immediately after, I was like, "No, I'm the only person who's going to be into this." So, like, we, need to, we need to pair back the guitars, or maybe a little, a little too important to just have a cavernous <laughs> reverb on a snare drum, swallowing everything. So uh, yeah, but I think we struck a happy medium with it. I think I think it worked out. Yeah, yeah. I got. We do have to give a little bit of props to our uh, our previous, most recently departed second guitarist Matt, who was actually quite invaluable for the uh, production of uh, Lighter. In because he was, uh, I guess, because he's also a little more versed in the technical side of um, audio production, he was able to give uh, some very detailed and very uh, helpful feedback that was a little more granular than just I want a little more vocal here or um, a little less of that there. Yeah, and so. it probably it probably helped that he uh, he kind of came into our band like halfway through uh, us recording the EP uh, yeah. when we were starting to think about playing live shows again. Uh, we brought him in to to fill everything out, but then we liked what he was doing so much that we were like, "Why didn't you throw some ideas at the EP and get some extra parts in there?" And uh, yeah, no, especially on this song, I feel like his uh, a lot of his uh, touches worked uh, were really tasteful, really fit in nicely with uh, the rest of the song, and uh, yeah. He knows, uh, he knows what he's talking about. So, shout out mm-hmm. to him. I guess as a whole, I was just thinking because your question was about the EP. I feel like running through it would be good. Um, just yeah. So it starts with a wake, which was a Jared song. We'll say right. You pretty yeah. much wrote that. It was whole... just a little chord progression I had. Yeah. And then, yeah, and I, I mean, I think I well, we all like it, but I especially I liked it a lot, and then somehow. I, I feel like I pushed it to become like a full song, but I think it's short enough. So that's why it was first kind of sets the stage and is like dreamy and, you know, welcoming you to the EP. Yeah. And then uh, what's after that? I was actually just about to add that um, Awake is actually structurally slash fundamentally most different song in terms of arrangement and production, notably in that there wasn't any um, actual like, string instrument based bass that was entirely uh, synthesized and jared was playing all the drums with the uh, mallets so the percussion line was um just inherently a whole lot darker and honestly just a lot harder to mix because of that if that song sounds a little swampy that's uh 
that was me struggling with the technical challenges of uh, the song as arranged. But yeah, following Wake Me, I run into Little Plans, formerly known as 90s Romance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was one of those silly working titles that came out. And what about the song Little Plans off that EP? Little Plans is actually kind of um, a bit of a technical exercise in that. So I don't, in this band, I don't play normal bass guitar. I play a, a bass six, so six string guitar, but tuned down to a bass scale. And this was kind of where I take advantage of uh, some of the affordances of that instrument in that um, in the verse sections, Annie and I actually hand off parts, right? So in what we call verse A, she's playing her version of the, uh, the main guitar melody. And then for what we call verse B, where the guitars kind of switch to those big open chords, I actually take over playing the same melody, just displaced by an eighth beat. So I'm hitting the low notes on the downbeat. I wonder if there's going to be one listener out there who understands what you just said. There is. Uh, <laughs> my boyfriend's a big guitar nerd, um, so he will know exactly what that means, and he will listen. Okay, good, cool. We're, uh, we're giving some deep info for the nerds in the crowd. Uh, Drum-wise, did you do anything interesting for that, Jared, or was it just kind of, uh, just kind of following and outlining? Uh, I remember when we first started writing that one, the drums were twice as fast. And then I, yeah, so I, I and it was like, it was really peppy. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a little too much. So I was like, okay, I need to, I need to slow this down quite a bit. Yeah, I actually had, like, I had a little demo at home of another song and, uh, the beat was very similar to what I was trying to do. And so I basically just took this old riff, this idea I had from like five years ago that I didn't do anything with. And, uh, the drum beat kind of worked. So I was like, all right, let me just try and like kind of work with this a little bit to fit it in. Yeah, I don't know, nothing too crazy. I think I was really just kind of following what, what you guys wanted to do. I wanted to kind of stay out of the way a little bit and mm -hmm. uh, just kind of keep it groovy, keep it tight. So yeah. It's another one of our big outro songs. And then uh, after Little Plans was Tell Me, we kind of spoke about Tell Me pretty deeply beyond that. Yeah. It was... Um... Mm -hmm. And then there's Feel Better, right? Yeah, Feel Better, formerly known as cakes oh my gosh <laughs> for no reason just called yeah. cakes that was yeah. a cute name okay i feel like i should say something about the lyrics even though i'm probably trying to avoid it so a lot right now but i'll talk about i can talk about feel better because it is more of a song to help you feel better it's kind of like a song for myself to try to be more optimistic because i find that you know writing like we like zach was saying maybe we write a lot of overall sadder themed songs but i tried to make it a bit more positive yeah it's kind of a an acceptance of uh how dark and how oppressive things can be <laughs> but also kind of a, a resolution of perseverance at the end and that, so, was, the, that was the first one from uh that was the first song we started working on for this so yeah, we've had that, yeah. we that one for a long time. That yeah, was, that was one of the, that before uh, the pandemic, I think. Yeah, a pre-pandemic yeah. song, pre-apocalypse. Pre-apocalypse song. Yeah, and then we uh, then we send it home with, oh yeah, Feel Better, again, much like Little Plans, is another one of our big ending songs. That's, um, yeah. that's kind of a, a thing that we've maybe used as a bit of a crutch in our uh, kind of padding run times, is that we just love those... Uh, big lush jamming outros you know is um what was the song blindfolded where um yeah what is it like about a third of the runtime is just ending 
Yeah. <laughs> Why not? And it's a cool ending. It's sick. Yeah. You know, go go for a little time change, uh, feel change, and uh, has very little to do with the rest of the song aside from maybe the key. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just a cool ending. Awesome. Well, let's spin a little bit more music here. And then when we come back, I want to talk about one of the other side projects that you sent me, Honesty. <laughs> Listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. All right, and that was Streamlined by Honesty. 
one of the side projects here from Jared of group therapy. Uh, I'm a big fan of that one. Uh, why don't you Thank tell you. me a little bit about that song, that project, and that band? Yeah, so that band, uh, which is now uh, defunct, um, is uh, me and three of my uh, my closest oldest friends. One guy I've known since I was six. Uh, he was the first, first kid I met when I moved to Canada. Um, and then the other two guys I know from high school. And we, we played in you know a bunch of little jokey bands and stuff. And then when we moved on to university, just decided to to put it to, yeah just to, to play some songs and uh or like just jam in a garage really and you know see what would happen um and i think i didn't even know when we started being in a band maybe like 2012 2013 or something like that um and yeah so that was like a that was just a fun a fun indie rock uh band with a with a bunch of a bunch of my good friends we had a lot of we just had a lot of fun uh, i wasn't super serious or anything but uh, yeah, that uh, that EP, uh, funny enough, was recorded in the same place we recorded Lighter, the, the group therapy EP, because it's the it's the same practice room uh, that we still use today. Um, and that song was written by uh, mainly written by my good friend Colin, um, and that's one of my favorite ones off uh, off the EP. It's a lot of fun. We we were really into um, the first. Uh, uh, well, they used to be called Viet Cong. Now they're called Preoccupations. But on their their first record was incredibly important to me, and a lot of the other guys liked it. So the beginning with like there's these back and forth kind of dueling guitars happening that was very blatantly ripped off <laughs> or very blatantly inspired by by that band. And uh, yeah, I don't know. We just kind of wanted to get a a little bit weird with that one. And uh, and I think that was uh, probably the best song that came out of those uh, recording sessions in our in our studio. But uh, yeah, I've, I've always liked that one. I miss those guys. I actually met up with them pretty recently. That was a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah, shout out Honesty forever. Let's go. Are we going to have an Honesty reunion? <laughs> we actually did. We met up and we jammed for like the first time in like three years just to have, just for the hell of it, just to see if we knew if we could play our songs again. And uh, spoiler alert, we can't. So we'll uh, <laughs> need to give us some time and, uh, and we'll make it better. But I also another thing that I just find funny is that that EP that that song is on is called Get Well Soon. And this band is Group Therapy. It's just like a very like, and there's feel a better. Song, feel better. It's just like there's a very, there's a, something about that room and that room that we record in and just wanting people to feel better when they leave, I guess. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's, that's why Matt left. He got better. <laughs> he got better. Yeah, yeah. We do joke about that with group therapy that like when people leave, it's just because they're healed and they don't need us anymore. And so we're, we're not healed yet. So that's why we're all still here. Fundamentally broken. <laughs> yeah. Irredeemably, irrevocably. That's actually, that's actually hilarious. Now I've noticed I have a side project from Zach and a side project from Jared. Do you have any side projects, Annie? Well, the joke is, I feel like Jared, you said this once that I start a new side project every week, yeah. but if it never, no, no, I did have something. It's actually, I think it's still on Bandcamp. There was something most recently called Hovering, which I actually did with two guys, but one of them is actually more. Well, he's in our first guitarist's other band now, Heavy Sweater. Um, but one of them moved to Bancroft, and so it was just, you know, that's. That's just somewhere a few hours away from where we are. So the logistics of that did not work out. Um, and now, actually, I am jamming with some people as well. So 
I'm always kind of like, I just really love music. I don't know, I like playing it. So any opportunity I will take. Um, so who knows? Yeah, actually, we <laughs> should shout out, um, you mentioned hovering in the central guy in that um, a different Michael, not our Michael, um, has a, an active project called A Perennial Daydream. Oh, yes. Yeah. Got to shout them out. I feel like we've talked more about our all our friends' bands than our own <laughs> band, which is which is good. I like that. Why not? Yeah, it's it's a group therapy. We have gotten some very good shout-outs so far this episode. I must say, thank you very much. <laughs> so we'll wrap it up here. We're gonna play one more song from you guys. We'll play No Friends. Although, in retrospect, I feel like you have a lot of friends. And we've talked about a lot of our friends here <laughs> on this episode. It's been a very groupy, friend, fun episode. So we'll spin that. But before we go, do you guys have any more you would like to add? Now our lineup has changed. So Jared is going to be on guitar. And we have um, another guy that is going to take over on drums. And I think hopefully my sense of it is that it's gonna go to a, a slightly maybe more energetic direction although when i think about the songs on that we have now i mean i think they do have energy I, I think i'm always just downplaying it and thinking that they're too soft but i do think we'll get even more energetic now <laughs> so more um, punchy yeah pu yeah maybe that's that's what i mean so hopefully that turns out and we will have more songs soon and we can focus on that through the fall and winter yeah i'd just like to uh express some gratitude at uh being invited to do this interview it's nice to know that there's uh people out there who are hearing about us who are uh paying attention to us and you know if people want to continue listening to us or if they haven't yet just check us out just please we uh we're very <laughs> we'd be very <laughs> we uh we're very flattered and uh we just we love to do this. It's the love of the craft. It's the love of the music. It's the love of the uh, people around us. It's all good. Join group therapy today. He said it. That's the line. <laughs> well, thank you again so much for joining me. I had so much fun in this interview. I really, really did. You guys are awesome. Uh, for you listening, uh, follow them on Instagram at join group therapy. Um, they're on Spotify. Pretty sure I've seen you guys on YouTube. All the fun stuff. They're there. They're there. Unfortunately, group therapy is a very fairly popular name, so our SEO is terrible. You kind of have to work to find us, but believe us, we're worth we're it. There. We're worth the effort.
It's over. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for tuning in. I had a blast. Join me again next week. I'll have a fresh Canadian band. We're going to make some new noise. It'll be great. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to playlists, episodes, and so much more. See you later.